Hello, it's Paul and Will from Godweed Heaven. Hey, Will. What's up? <laughs> What's up? What's up? Um, and this is a very special episode. Uh, this is we're gonna call this episode nine point five, um, and this is our our Red Rocks recap episode. Um, we are here. Uh, can I say where we are? Yeah, but not the name of the place. Right, we we're, we <laughs> we're in a very um, nice, uh, uh, quaint conference room in Will's office, in somewhere in Midtown Manhattan. It's a law firm in Midtown Manhattan. Um, someone's already popped their head in and looked at when Will was not in the room, and it was just Mikey and I with a microphone sitting here. We, it's a depot. We'll just say this is a deposition. <laughs> yeah. Depot. It's a law. That's law uh, jargon. Guys, the conference room booking at this firm is insane. <laughs> um, yeah. So we. Um, it is. A, it's a week since. Uh, it's been a week since Red Rocks, um, and we thought we would just get together and and talk about it. Uh, so yeah, Paul, here we, you, you took a journey. Yeah, so I think it's important to note that uh, Red Rocks was the culmination of a week-long uh, solo trip that I took to Colorado uh, as kind of a, a midlife, I hate the, you know, the whole midlife crisis, that approaching 40, mm-hmm. uh, just had this urge to get out there on my own. Uh, I originally was planning on driving cross-country, uh, that fell through, and so I just flew to Colorado for eight days, rented a car. Uh, and just drove all over the state uh, and did a little uh, mini vision quest. Oh, that's uh, the best, man. Yeah, it really was. Uh, I, I've been a little panicky, actually, since I got back, uh, just like getting on the subway. Yeah. Um, my office is in uh, right near Times Square. Ugh. And on Monday, I got the Monday afternoon, I got off the train. It was just like, I got what the fuck am I doing with my life? <laughs> I the, only, the, fuck. the only experience I had close to that was after my honeymoon. It was, you know, 10 days... Uh, in Antigua on a beach mm. and that's it and it was you just you could hear uh, just the wind and the waves for 10 days straight and then getting off out of Penn Station and just into the hustle bustle cold February of New York City was a nightmare yeah you people can keep in the words of Homer Simpson you people can keep the city yeah <laughs> um so yeah, it was uh, it was a wild. Uh, it was a really intense week. A lot of solo. I made a playlist on Spotify. If anybody wants to listen, the music that I listened to the entire trip. What was it called? Uh, what was it called? It's called North Star Blues, nice. which is a reference to uh, Magnolia Electric Company to Jason Molina. Um, listen, listen. Magnolia Electric Company is good, good driving music, oh, oh yeah. and especially um, in that uh, landscape. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Through the Rockies, uh, a few amazing drives. Uh, the drive from Glenwood Springs uh, to Telluride. Telluride is an incredible place. It's three hours from any highway. It's really in the middle of nowhere. Um, it's like this, like the Alps. It's what I imagine the Alps to be and like. You're just solo. Just solo. Yeah, and I think I think maybe an important place to start. Uh, and just in terms of like the vision quest would be the Monday before Red Rocks, mm-hmm. um, because I, I have a, a, a story I'd like to share that I think you would enjoy, Will, uh, producer it. Mikey, uh, okay. uh, that kind of sets the tone for the, the next few days. Uh, so one of the things that I wanted to do was to climb a mountain while I was out there. Uh, and so I know it sounds clear. I know, I know. It's paint by numbers. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I did that. I did that. Uh, I climbed, I went for a uh, 12 mile hike up to 12,500 feet, uh, solo. It's like, you know, and I was going to eat some acid for this uh, journey and I decided not to. For the hike, good. Yeah, because it was like, and it ended up being this like total adrenaline, like waves of anxiety. I thought I was being tracked by a mountain lion at one point. Uh, you have headphones in for this? No, 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 no. I had had. I was listening to some music like in my pocket for a while, just right. to like, because usually people who hike uh, solo are more likely to be attacked by wild animals yeah. because uh, people who hike together make noise. Right. So when you're by yourself, so I would just start singing. I was singing a lot of Van Morrison, St. Dominic's Preview <laughs> was the song in my head. Did you run into any other uh, Not, trappers? I didn't see a single soul until I was about halfway on my way back. Uh, this is scary. Um, and so I would have these waves of adrenaline and anxiety. I had a, a really kind of harrowing ex- experience at the top where I thought I was going to connect to another trail. You go over this little, you get to the top of this mountain basically, right. as high as you can climb uh, without uh, physically rock climbing, you know, uh, up to the very top, right. and uh, but you get over this little saddle, and you can connect with another trail. And 
I decided to do that. I could see it. It was kind of in this other gulch, and I was like, oh, I can see that trail. I'd like to take that, because then it's a loop, not just an up and back trail. You're, you're using paper maps, or are you using, like, No, no. The, I mean, I'm on, there's something called All Trails. I, I'm a member. I highly recommend it for any of our listeners. Maybe we can get some sponsorship from All Trails, if you're listening. Um, and so I, 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 I need to kind of, like, crab walk, kind of... Uh, kind of slide down these loose wet rocks there to get to the trail and I do that and I cut my hand a little bit and I'm like oh this isn't that mellow and it's pretty steep Uh, and I get to the bottom of this rock outcropping only to realize that the trailhead that I'm trying to get to there's about a hundred like I was gonna say meters uh, because I'm yeah so a hundred meters uh, of snow so I take a foot, I take one step, and my, I sink to like my waist in snow. Oh, no. uh, so then I'm like, oh fuck, I can't go this. I can't go this way. I don't have snowshoes or crampons or anything. So I have to like scale this like really loose, steep, wet rock that I just slid down and cut my hand. That was like falling, you know, like all around me, like little mini rock slide. Oh. I have to then scale this to get back up to the top. And this is why you don't hike by yourself. This is why you don't make. Like, I made some poor choices uh, to get to where I was. But I get up, I, I make my way up to the top, and my heart's, like, racing. My my heart is, you know, beating out of my chest, and my mouth's dry. The wind starts howling. All of a sudden, these clouds move in. And you get, you know, one of the reasons I got on the trail at 7 a.m., because you have to get there right. early, because Colorado is infamous for these summer storms that come in. And it was still only, you know, probably 10 o'clock or something. But I saw these clouds start to move in. I just started freaking out. Uh, and so... Uh, but I got my composure. I made it down the mountain. I saw some folks, and then like seeing them and them asking me like how far I could get up because usually you can't get up to the top of this, this trail until like the end of July. But Colorado had a light snowpack this year, so I was able to do it. But like talking to them about my experience like made it like grounded. And I was this like, okay. is so similar to an experience I had last week, uh, where the recycling chute in my apartment <laughs> building was out, and I had to walk down two flights of stairs. To bring my paper and sure, and, sure, compost. And, yeah, you compost together. We the don't compost. We don't compost. But it, and then I, I went down to the twelfth floor and I said, like, "Oh man, I gotta walk back up these stairs." Yeah, and it was a lot like your experience. Yeah, harrowing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I say all this only because I didn't eat this acid mm. that I had brought with me. Uh, Probably a good idea. Right. So I get back to town. I, you know, I eat a bunch of tacos. I'm hanging out. I'm just kind of walking around. I go to the weed store. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm just killing time until the caps. The caps were on that night. Playoff hockey. I was mm-hmm. excited about that. Um, and, I, and I was, like, thinking about eating this acid, just, like, hanging out until I ride. And I, and I didn't do it, right? I'm like, I was like, no, it's just not, you know. And I was like, maybe I'll eat it at the shows. You know, mm-hmm. maybe I'll, I don't know what the future holds, right? The future is unwritten, as Joe Strummer once said. Uh... So then I, uh, I have a few beers. I sit down at a bar, great saloon, the new Sheridan Saloon, downtown Telluride. I say downtown like there's any other part of the town. Um, and I drink two beers. I smoke half a joint uh, during uh, the intermission between the first and second period. Uh, after I smoke the joint, I'm up on the rooftop bar, and it's, the sun's starting to go down. And I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna eat that fucking acid. Damn right. So I eat the acid, and but it's like a late, right? It's like uh, where are you stay? Where are you? Staying? I'm staying at this hotel actually. Okay. Um, it's funny. I, I did a little journaling later that night, uh-huh. and in the journal, I actually asked the question: Did I con my mother into paying for this hotel room? <laughs> because I told my mom I was planning on sleeping outside in Telluride, and she sent me a check. Sweet. <laughs> and so I used that check for my hotel in in Telluride. Um, so I eat this acid. The Caps are up 3 nothing at right. the end of the first period. Amazing period of hockey. Spoiler alert, yeah. they won they, the hockey. <laughs> they won the hockey. Ovi is still raging. Yeah. Uh, I recommend going onto the internet and finding clips of Ovi uh, uh, parting with the cup uh, all over Vegas and D.C. My brother just texted me, have you ever had a painful fart? <laughs> Let me uh, turn off the phone. Do you want, do you want to respond to him on air? Well, no, let's we'll shut off the phone. Uh, okay. Uh, so I... I I eat this acid. I uh, go to a liquor store. I buy myself a 22 of uh, Samuel Smith's Organic Lager, which is one of my favorite beers. I buy a little nipper of Jack Daniels, put it in my bag, Mm -hmm. and you can ride this gondola up uh, to, like, the mid-mountain, which is pretty high up in Telluride. Uh, And I'm doing this as the sun is starting to set. Uh, I get up to the top. I meet this incredible dog. Burmese. Did you though? Yeah, no. Well, my friend. You sure, it was it's, there. It's funny because I sent a photo of the dog uh, to my friend Hager to Redwood, and Redwood told me it was Jerry Garcia. 
So, and he sent me a photo. He had taken a photo. The photo I had sent of, of the dog to him, he had zoomed in on the face and then sent me that picture with a picture of Jerry Garcia. And I think he was right. I think it was, I think it was Jerry. Um, How many fingers were there uh, on the paw? Of that dog? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was missing. Wait, yeah, this one, it was, yeah, it was missing. It's from the, the, the middle fingered middle digit on. Um, so I ended up meeting this amazing Burmese mountain dog. We like hung out for a while. I rubbed its belly for like 20 minutes. And then I hiked up the mountain a little bit. And I just sat there. I found a little perch. And I just like meditated. And the acid came on. And it was supposed to be a microdose. And there was nothing. I'll tell you now. Spoiler alert. There was nothing micro about it. Right. Um, and I had, I sat there from like 7.45 until about 10 o'clock. Uh, sun goes down. You know, the, mm. it's, it's, uh. Sun probably is down by like eight thirty ish, but then it's like that's when the real magic starts happening. The, right. the lights are incredible. It's just you can see like uh, the, the galaxy. Yeah, I, yeah. Well, and so I can start to see uh, you know stars, Venus yeah. uh, rising first, shining best. Okay. Speaking of Jerry Garcia, <laughs> little Terrapin station for those. So uh, and and I'm listening to music, and uh, I've got my beer, and I've got a little whiskey, which I never opened. Actually, it's funny, and for whatever reason, I never. Same. Uh, I gave it away. I ended up giving it away. So uh, I say all this to get to the to the point of uh, it's around ten o'clock now, and now it's like dark, and I've hiked up a little bit, and it's and now I'm like, okay, that's a little. I need to get off. The, the, the gondola runs till midnight, which is not, there's like a little restaurant at the top of the right. mountain. Um, I'm like, all right, I need. I should get off this mountain. My plan was to go back to this bar that I had been at for the the two previous nights. Um, I'd met the bartender. It was good. Isn't, don't the bars like shut down at like eleven? This particular saloon, the New Sheridan, stays there until people are done drinking. All right. uh, and so, as I'm walking towards the gondola, I see a man, uh, and kind of an old. And then I get closer. It's an older man, and then it's it's clear that he's like uh, kind of like sit, yeah, it's Bob Weir. <laughs> no, it it looks like maybe a roadie from the dead okay. from like the sixties. He's uh, he's probably in his seventies. Uh, real sinewy, like just thin, like everything stained yellow. Mm. Um, he talks like this, and he was like, and he's like, God, God damn it, I can't get this water fountain to work. And I was like, I went up to him and I was like, I was throwing away some, tra- I was recycling my, my, my beer bottle. Good. And I said, Hey man, do you need some water? I have some water. He's like, Yeah, give me some water. And he gives me like a Burger King cup, and I realize it's like mostly full of whiskey. Yeah. So I, I pour my, my water into his whiskey cup. And uh, and then we, he, I start walking towards the gondola. He's like, "Hey, man, you riding that gondola down?" And I was like, "Yeah." He's like, "You want some company?" Now, of course, I should have said no, right? But I'm wide open yeah, at man. this point. Yeah. I'm, uh, and I'm like, "Yeah, man, let's fucking ride this gondola together." <laughs> so me, so he gets up. Ends with, uh, "I'm dead. I'm a, a ghost." Have <laughs> a vision, like an ultimate vision quest, that he is like your spirit guide, or you've been stabbed for. Well, and so thank you, Will, for reminding me about this. And um, and I know we got to get to the music, but uh, <laughs> this is a Ween podcast. Yeah, this is a Ween podcast. So just before that, though, I, I, I missed a part, and you reminded me. So thank you. Shortly before that, I'd gotten a text from a kid I went to college with, who I'm not very close with anymore. The last time we had spoke, he had texted me after the JFK protest, after he had like seen me and like tagged in a video. Okay. And he texted me, "Why are you protecting these people who want to kill us?" Oh, like golly. that's where he's at in his yeah. life. And so he had tech. He had must have seen my social media and saw that I was in Colorado. He lives there. And te- out of nowhere, I got a text that was a black heart, and then I got a text that was just said bye. And oh so I was like, and I just started laughing. So I texted him, "Hey man, uh, I won't say his name here." I said, "Hey man, Asshole. yeah." I said, "Hey prick, <laughs> I said, hey pricko." <laughs> uh, I said, "Hey man, uh, I'm actually on a little bit of acid on the top of Telluride." I sent him a photo of the sunset. And he said, I'd love to talk about our, our relationship some other time. I love you. And then... Paul, was he the old man? So, no, this goes So this goes back. So then now, fast forward, we're back. I'm getting on the gondola with, uh, with George. His name uh-huh. is George. And as soon as we're getting on, George is like, man, I'll, I'll tell you what, all you need is like five hookers and an eight ball. And this is the biggest party room in Colorado. And I'm like, I'm vibe. I'm like, yeah, George. I get, yeah, dude. Dude, I'm open to this. Yeah, right on, man. So, and he, we're like riding down, and it's a nine minute ride, uh-huh. mind you. And he goes, Hey, man, you smoke grass? And I was like, George, I do smoke grass. <laughs> I haven't had half a joint. I haven't had half a joint on me. So I take out the joint, and I light it in this gondola. I give it to, I take a little puff, I give it to George, and George, without flinching, goes, This is Blue Kush outdoor, pretty solid. <laughs> <laughs> Immediately, like a palate, a sophisticated palate. I feel like he's George is a professional Coloradan. Yeah. Well, so 
this is where things get. And then he hands me, he takes out a little nipper of uh, of Evan Williams, which is actually my preferred mm-hmm. cheap whiskey. Uh, not even cheap. I don't know why I qualify. I love Evan Williams. He gives it to me. I don't really put it to my lips, but I take a sip and I give it back to him. And he's like, I was like, I'm gonna put some music on. He's like, cool. I was like, how about some Seeger? He goes, fuck Seeger, put on some Neil Young. <laughs> so, so I do. I put on out on the weekend. Okay. Uh, and then this is where it gets a little dicey. Well, all of a sudden, out of nowhere, he goes, he goes, and I just did 21 years for doing the same thing the government taught me what to do, man. Oh, they taught me how to do it, and then they put me in jail for 21 years. And I'm like, oh fuck, George, that's heavy, man. Uh, tax evasion? No, yeah. Uh, yeah, well, the government taught him how to tax evade in Korea. <laughs> uh, and so then, and I, I'm going to use a word I never use out loud, uh, ever. Uh, uh, it's a hor- horrific word. But he says, and do you know whose fault it was? And I say, oh, and no. I say, oh, oh, George, it, it was the government's, right? And he goes, no, it was the fucking Niagara's. Oh, and I like, now I'm like, I've, sh- I've shit my pants. How many minutes into the nine minute? We're like f- four and a half minutes in. <laughs> well, damn. So um, I just like, I kind of go quiet. I'm just like, I don't, this isn't the time to fight the battle of trying to get, you know, afterwards I actually thought about how sad it was and how much of like our, our culture actually is built on that kind of thinking of like blaming the other. Yeah, like yeah, he just yeah. told me he went to jail for killing someone because that's what the government taught him to do and then he blamed the other he blamed right. black people for it right. um, anyways we kind of I bite, we get to the bottom and he's like and uh, the guy who's running the gondola I recognize he's a nice, like, young stoner kid he like he had complimented my vans on the way up like but he sees me with this new friend who he also recognized and so we get off and I'm like I give him like the eyes like uh, you know I'm, I'm dying up here <laughs> I don't know what to do and George's like hey where are we going what are we doing and like I go to like hey, yeah I go to like give George like one goodbye and I see that like his rucksack <laughs> he literally had a rucksack with like a rolled up uh, sleeping bag not even like a sleeping bag you know those like old one yeah, like, he's, like he's a hobo yeah yeah I don't know if that's the preferred nomenclature right. will but yeah oh, that so, is for a rucksack so, and live the, the traveling life so his is like it's stuck and so I make that decision to I just I, I turned and power walked out of the little station I got around the corner and then I literally ran two blocks to my hotel I didn't go to the bar because I was scared I would see George. I got into my room, took off all my clothes, and listened to spa music for the next eight hours. <laughs> Woke up the next day and drove to Red Rocks, uh, Colorado. That is drove six day hours. one of this journey? No, that was the day before. That was like day five, the day before Red Rocks. <sighs> what a so, trouble. Yeah, so I just felt that I needed to get that off my chest. Um, and so, yeah, and then uh, day w- I drove six hours across Colorado, straight across the Rockies, 285, one of the prettiest roads in America. I strongly suggest it. I went like 85 the whole way. I was flying. Nice. Um, and uh, is that your brother talking about p- powerful farts again? Shut off my phone. Um, oh, that's weird. So, uh, this really hurts. I got up. So, night one. Let's talk about night one, Will. Yeah, man. So, uh, night one. Uh, Ween came on stage at 8.27 p.m. This is me. I'm watching all of this yeah. in my kitchen mm-hmm. on Reddit, on uh, on links, uh, and they opened with exactly where I'm at. How do you feel the I, show is starting, I, finally? I feel great. So we were... You know, we were going to get these um, press passes through Osiris. Oh, by the way, uh, Godwin Evan, part of the Osiris loop. Uh, love to be a part of it. Uh, check it out. I actually just listened to the new Under the Scales with Tom and RJ talking to Trey. Great stories. Love it. Um, anyways, we were going to have this press pass. It ended up not happening, uh, and, which ended up being fine. Yeah, kind of a, for the better a, I, was re- yeah. I was a little bit relieved. I'm a fanboy. I love the band. I would have geeked out. I don't know that I could have handled it. <laughs> Um, but what happened is the venue released uh, tickets day of, mm-hmm. uh, second through fourth row. They released all these tickets. Nice. Um, and so my buddy Nova and I, who's in, who's in Acapulco Gold, my, we play a lot of Ween covers, right. um, and he and I got tickets. And uh, it's actually, we got two solo tickets um, that were like five seats apart, but we like tried to talk to the people around us and they like didn't understand what we were saying. I think they might have been spun. So Nova, who's a big guy, he's just kind of brick shithouse guy, just stood in front of them the whole time. <laughs> and I was like, it was like, no, these guys, and I, I don't know, they were just scared to say anything to Nova, but. Um, Wait, so at Red Rocks, there's general admission and then there's also. It's, res- it's reserved GA. Reserved GA. Okay. It's kind of staggered. So you have your first like seven rows of reserved, and you have a bunch of GA, which you have to get in early if you want to get a good seat. And then it's reserved again, like rows 28 through 50, and then 50 to I don't know. I mean, and just the, the photos of this 
Yeah. It's just gorgeous. It's a magical, magical place. We we got in. Uh, I'm, so the night one met Austin uh, Matulka. Nice. Our, our, uh, well, you got to stop these powerful farts, dude. <laughs> right. uh, which was great. Him and his dad, Rob, super cool. Mm-hmm. Um, it was the first kind of God we never listener interaction of the uh, of the trip. Um, and he was just super stoked to like hang out, get a photo. Um, he has like a lot of ideas for the podcast. Apparently, you've hired him as an intern. Will he's my intern. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if we have a. I'm all for it. He's working on a. He's working on. He's doing sweat equity. <laughs> he's gonna get some of that sponsorship money we, someday. We have to pull out some college credits. Yeah, so <laughs> that's fine. He's got six years till he goes to college. <laughs> he 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 messaged me and was like, "Hey, I'm like a teenager. Do you care?" And I wanted to be like, "Dude, we're not fucking. <laughs> like, we're just hanging out, talking about Ween." Uh, but it's him and his dad, super cool. He, his dad drove him from Omaha. That's to, awesome. um, so we get to our seat. Yeah, we get to our seats. Nova and I settle in exactly where I'm at. Comes off great opener. Uh, yeah. I went through and did like all my Ween stats today on Brown Tracker because yeah, yeah. I was just curious. Uh, and I've seen exactly where I'm at like four times, and it's, I've been an opener every single time. I, get, I mean, I get this is what they, they play it a lot as an opener, but um, I have to say that she wanted to leave. Second song just caught Nova. That's one of Nova and I. We play that one. That's one of the ones that Apollo Gold covers, and it totally caught us off guard. And it was so, and the band, and the and it was like we were like this is really happening and so good. It's it's like um, so that was and then the yeah what was next? How high can you fly? Yeah, I and mean, that was just like such a yeah. a treat. Uh, and now the sun is setting at this point. Uh yeah, sun is setting. Yeah, the sun hey, sets. What are you on during this? Uh, I ate. Um, uh, Nova was on a little tequila, and uh, I ate a chocolate covered mushroom, Great. but very mellow. I, these are. Uh, I have a long history with these particular chocolate covered mushrooms. Uh, my psychedelic guy, who I get them, uh, I get them from. They're like, they're a little bit of psilocybin, a little bit of weed, turmeric. Three kinds of like brain mushrooms, like chaga. These other good mushrooms for you. Honey, uh, they're they're like. Whoa, whoa, whoa! You yeah. need honey? Yeah, <laughs> I dropped, I dropped a little honey. Come on, before a show. Yeah. Um, think, Paul. Think. Yeah. Um, so, and it's more of like they're more just like a little turned on, giggly kind of yeah, vibe. They're not like a, they're not a psychedelic mushroom. Uh, what I'm most excited. I mean, this entire set list is great. Mm-hmm. But I am. I was super excited to see in here Puerto Rican power. Oh yeah. I think it might have been. The, I don't know if it was the first time I've heard it or not, uh, but it was just. It was. Uh, I've never heard it live. Yeah, it was. Uh, it, it was great, and it's. You know, they that how high can you fly? Grow transdermal Puerto Rican power like that four pack right there is just like the place is the roof's torn off yeah. already early. You know, and then you got a sense. You walking into the place, you get a sense that it's going to be special no matter what. But after those. Um, and again, with like the she wanted to leave, just kind of kept like a little left hook out of nowhere, right, like, right. Um, and then into those, and yeah, raging Puerto Rican power, uh, and then kind of a fun, uh, you know, Japanese cowboys kind of lets you cool off. But yeah, Japanese cowboy Diener talking about daisies, uh, kind of cool out a little bit, and then yeah, roses are free, just kind of take it back off again. So now it's going to be dark. Yep. Crowd's feeling it. Yep. Chocolate Town comes out, comes yep. on. And Diener... Forgot, he forgot the solo. He forgot the solo. Yeah. Now, what I, this, I heard this was a theme for the night. A lot of people say so they seem rusty. I will say, I didn't say, I didn't take it as rust as much. And I'm also... A, 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 I'm, apologist isn't the right word, but I was, you know, I look for the. I'm a positive dude. You know right. me, positive vibes only. There are, well, there are no mistakes. There yeah, are no gifts. only happy accidents, yeah. man. So like my sister. <laughs> um, so I love you, Lisa. And uh, what I from the very beginning, all throughout both nights, I would say there was a loose. You know, there's a lot of Diener just throwing his arms around, kind of like just that. Like it seemed like. It was it was loose and brown mm-hmm. and and fun uh, and and then there were moments that were like really we'll talk about this more in night two just like really sludgy and yeah. brown um, but yeah just like the I thought it was like almost like more playful like mm. fuck like Jesus like I I forgot the fucking solo right. yeah and then, but then like not like. Oh, I forgot the solo. Wah, wah. Like, oh, I forgot the solo. Let's start playing fucking Chocolate Town again. Like, which is great. Yeah. Yeah, and it's just more Chocolate so Town. Funny, so, so I'm just reading about this stuff online. And the different websites all have their different attitudes. 
So right. Reddit, it's like, yeah, they're having a great time. And then if you go to the dark corners of the Ween guy, which I know you live to troll for. Oh <laughs> my god, they were like, this is the worst show ever. Like. It's like haters versus positive people. I'm glad you're on the positive side, Paul. Well, I mean, I think you could, yeah. I mean, there's like, these are just, they're a bunch of dudes playing music on stage, you know? Right. I mean, they're not, they're not, uh, I mean, and you want them to be, they're fucking pros, you know? They fucking shred. It was loud and beautiful all the way through. Um, the moments where they kind of fucked up or didn't, it wasn't as tight as you might, you know, wasn't, you know, as it could have been. Right. Uh, to me, I look at those as like, those are just uh, those are like a, a little like a, a pretty that's like the mole on Kathy Ireland's took us <laughs> or wherever she's got a mole you know what I mean it's yeah, like yeah. these are the these are these uh, little imperfections that make it not uh, some fucking robots shredding right. up there you know we don't want to hear the studio versions of these songs no no you know, you know me Will I like I live for the laugh stuff damn Will. right uh, so further down the set list, tried and true. Yep. Squelched the little weasel, which I fucking love. That yeah, song. I actually made a you think point. Evan would like that song. Uh, I think he might. I thought about Evan. <coughs> I thought about Evan more during night two, which we'll, we'll talk about. Uh, but uh, yeah, I, I squelched the weasel. I actually took my phone out and recorded because I was like, I just I was so excited when yeah. it started. Uh, and it was it was slow and, and beautiful and, and, and super brown. They bust out acoustic guitars or anything? Uh, for the Chocolate Town. Uh, not just like, uh, just Jeter. Not like a, they didn't do like, like the acoustic, acoustic set. set. No, no. Um, okay. I'm in the mood to move. Uh, well, I, I wasn't, sh- I looked back, I think I had seen that before at some point, but I didn't remember it. Um, and that's just a super fun, again, like, Jeter just like, uh, just throwing his arms around, just fucking. He, I don't know. They seem like they were having a fucking blast. What's to the me. show? Weird, what's that venue that's uh, like Upper West, not Upper West Side, West, all the way on the West Side? Uh, Hammerstein? No, 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 no. Rose, it's like in Rose, the fifties. Roseland. Terminal Five. Oh yeah, yeah. I yeah. Think we saw a show there. I think they did. Uh, I'm in the mood to move the Terminal Five one. Yeah. <clears throat> Uh, Pumping for the man. Great. Mononucleosis. Oh, Oof. yeah. What a song about what a, a, a it's a it's a bromance. That song is about brotherly love, man. Yeah, man. <laughs> it is about just something's not right in the pod. <laughs> and then right at the stallion part one, that had that was your you know a brown twenty minutes right there. Yeah, that was uh, and that I thought about Evan during that. I thought about Evan during because Evan loved the stallion. And I, I thought about him very much during the opening notes of of, uh, of the stallion, and that was one where like they started again, like they didn't. Yeah, you know, there was a moment where it looked like it was time for Junior to start singing, uh-huh. you know, or, uh, and he missed the cue, I think. And then, but it, what it leads, I actually, just posted it on our Instagram account this morning. It leads to like another couple measures of. Diener just going dark again. Like he just stepped back over to his pedals and did some other fucking weird shit. And then and then and then led Diener to throw the fucking microphone, the you know the mic in the air. Uh, his his you know um, like that power stance. Yeah, it was just fucking great. Uh, biggest treat of the night for me, Sweet Texas. Life. Yeah, yeah. That fucking song is so. Good. Yeah, that was one I didn't really know. I don't know that I know. I don't know if I knew anything about it. Uh, what is it on? It's it was or what was B-side, it? B-side, I think, to Voodoo Lady. Mm. Uh, in the late 90s, I got it. At, you know that Tower Records that used to be on, on Fourth? Square? Or, yeah, yeah. Was that okay. Tower or was that Virgin? I don't know. It was, One of those it was probably Tower then Virgin. Um, but I got the little CD single. I found it there. And it had uh, Sweet Texas Fire as the B-side. I think, that, I think I'm... No, that's Vallejo. Never mind. I totally lied to you. Yeah, uh, that's all right. A lot of people were screaming for. Oh, one of the moments, like the first night, someone like four people held up little uh, four individual signs that spelled out "rift," um, and like and Gina acknowledged it. He's like, "Oh, what's that? Oh, rift. Yeah." yeah. Like, uh, but it was like he like smiled, and I was like, "Ooh, maybe," you know. And but no, um, there was also a great moment uh, where someone like threw a hat on stage, and it was like. Uh, kind of like a hat that I wear, actually. Right. Often I wear the similar hat. I thought a lot of people were going to give me shit the next day at Bear at Bear Lake when we went over there to to talk to some people. But someone threw a hat on stage, and and Junior's like, like kind of looked at. It, he's like, I don't want this fucking hat. <laughs> it's like, Junior, you want this hat? And Junior's like, I don't want that fucking hat. And he's like, We don't want this fucking hat. <laughs> it's like threw it out, threw it out, which is a nice moment. But it was a lot like your hat. 
It's actually, I wear a hat just like it. it wasn't. Someone was like, "Hey, was that your?" Hat? Someone did say, "Hey, was that your fucking lame hat last night?" And I was like, "Nah, man, my well, lame I hats." Like, I like the hat. Thanks, man. Uh, I thought you looked good the entire trip. Oh man, thanks. I felt good. I'm sitting. I'm watching all this stuff from my office. Just I'm fucking so jealous. Like in, in a good way. What's jealous in a good way? Um, re- not reverence. Uh, like uh, just you're celebrating. Uh, yeah, I was happy yeah, for you. Yeah, I was happy for you. Uh, you were full Green. of gra- you were full of grace, Will. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Buckingham Green, the Argus, the Mollusk. Jesus Christ. Yeah, this was so this this last. I'm making notes on Will's set list. This Buckingham through Mushroom Festival in Hell was where things really. I mean, if you were to, the highlight of the night was all in there. Oh. And it was funny because right before they played Buckingham, and I don't know, I'm not a, I don't know, I, I listen to music all day long, but I can't name notes or anything. I'm like, mm. oh, that's a G or that's a high seven. Is high seven a thing? No. Uh, <laughs> that's a high seventh. Uh, but Nova, uh, who's the, really the, the musical genius behind Acapulco Gold, our band, uh, is a very talented musician. And right before Buckingham Green, he was like, ooh, the Argus. He like heard a note, and he was like, it's the Argus. I was like, ooh, that's a G sus. Yeah, he was like, that's a high G7. <laughs> and But it wasn't. It was Buckingham Green, which was uh, fucking great, you know. And then and then, and then the Argus. I don't know. I love, I love those little moments in between songs where you hear them just like getting the fingers ready yeah. for the next song, and you're like, ooh, I think this is the Argus. Yeah. Um... So then, yeah, Argus was beautiful as always. This was all, and then this—the licking the palm for Guava Mushroom Festival in Hell was as dark and fucked up as it gets. I mean, and this, at this point, I was on like probably my uh, sixth Tall Boy concert beer, <laughs> uh, a decent amount of reefer, and that chocolate-covered mushroom. And I was—it uh, was full bliss. It was, and and I have to say, um, we would be remiss if we didn't mention. I know her name is Amber. I don't know the guy's name, which was the ASL. Mm-hmm. Uh, the sign language, the uh, interpreters that were on uh, the stage left, yeah. um, were a treat throughout. They were so like some of the highlights were. Um, someone posted it today on the the yeah, meetup. I came in your mouth. Yeah, I came in your mouth. <laughs> but the wandering eye, the the wandering eye was another one that was really good. You can't see what I'm doing on the internet, right. but or on your headphones. Uh, but it was like a pointing to the eye and then like a big kind of sweeping gesture. The homo rainbow was just like. Were, were these people? They, do they tour with the band? Are they hired by the venue? They, the, Are they just fans? The woman, hopefully Amber, if you're listening, or if someone knows Amber, she was tagged on a bunch of stuff in like the the uh, Red Rocks meetup. She uh, I, she knows the music. I mean, she knows the band. Right. I don't know about the dude, uh, but during the uh, Mushroom Festival in Hell, she was literally just doing like the devil, you know, like the rock and roll, <laughs> like oh, like head banging up and down and throwing her hands like this. Like that, what else do you sign? That's right. During. Um, so that was great. Do you think there were any deaf people at that show? Uh, I hope so. Or, or the, we all, listen, I hope that deaf people are everywhere, Paul. Uh, but do you, do you think they go to concerts? <laughs> you hope there are deaf people everywhere. I love the deaf. Yeah, me too. So uh, I don't really listen to this podcast, but that's fine. No, we should get a signer. I guess it wouldn't make sense. Yeah. If we ever do a live, if we do a live show, we'll have a signer. I can have uh, the law firm hire uh, uh, a transcriber to transcribe all of our episodes. <laughs> That'd be good. I'm just glad no one's poked their head in again. <laughs> I'm so fucking terrified of that. My asshole's clinched this whole time. <laughs> Uh, and then the encore, Stroke Race, Homo Rainbow, you fucked up. Yeah, so uh, Stroke Race, great, fun, black and white flickering lights, a lot of smoke. Uh, Homo Rainbow, a precursor to Night 2, uh, you fucked up, always a treat. That made me think of, for the, you know, we haven't released episode 10, obviously, um, but you fucked up made me think of Evan. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, got out of the show. Uh, had a few uh, few more pi- uh, pints in the parking lot. Show's over ten thirty three p.m. Little over two hours. Yeah, it was short a short. Shows. Both nights were neither show is. Uh, in, you know, I think the one thing I'll say is that uh, they they definitely seemed like yeah. And that's enough. people were like, oh, it should have been. It could have been another hour. It could have right. been. Um, but I think when you watch them like walk off stage, it's like. They just fucking shred it. They, they played their hearts out. Yeah. There's nothing left. To, if they had anything else to give, they would, I think. Uh, maybe, maybe they do, or maybe it's a choice. But it seemed like they seemed content with what had happened. Most of the people in the building, I think, seemed more than content. Um, and so, yeah, 
They were, I don't know how many songs, 28 songs? Yeah. 27 songs. Yeah, versus like, I was looking back at like a, this bottle and cork show I went to years ago in 2010 or something, it's like 35. 38 songs, but you know, whatever. Um, overall, show's over, show's over, mellow night. Go to the parking lot, um, I have a big day planned the next day, and Nova and I go back to this place, uh, we listen to a lot of like psychedelic uh, Acid jazz, listen to a lot of tortoise. Did you, Did you get enough sleep during this trip? No, yeah. no, I'm still sleeping off. Yeah. Um, so next day you go. This is a big day. Lake. Yeah, this you is have- our first like. So I, thank you to those to uh, Mel and Carly. Mel, I think, added me initially. Uh, Carly, uh, we communicated. Uh, thank you though for inviting me to the the Red Rocks meetup. Um, I coordinated with you know a few folks. Uh, posted on there, people seem pretty excited. Mm. Um, they were they kicked off around one. Bear Lake Campground is about a mile from Red Rocks. Okay. It's a beautiful little campground. You know, it's like Mikey reminds me of like Lake Fairfax, mm. only in the mountains. Like it's like uh, just a campground, you bunch of fishing, boating. And um, there was several pavilions. Lot of, with, yeah, they uh, had, wing fans. They were smart and got one with a pavilion. So because the sun is that Colorado sun is bright. Um, and so I was accompanied that day by my. Uh, it was I really reconnected with an old college buddy, uh, Lucas Broadhurst. The guy who texted you the black heart? Uh, no, I did not. Oh, yeah. Oh. So we didn't finish. So, anyways, yes, he was George. In my mind, when I was laying in bed listening to spa music on acid later that night, he was. I was like, oh, if I don't save, Re- if I don't, oh, if I don't save this guy, uh, maybe named Reed, uh, um, <laughs> then he turns into George. That's the what I had. In my I was like, I met. My acid brain was like, I met Reed in the future yeah. just now, which yeah. is not true. I mean, he's like, this guy's not going to be homeless. He's got a giant safety net underneath. He's, he'll be fine. But like, um, I don't know. I guess anybody could be homeless. But yeah. anyways, so night, uh, no, I reconnected with a buddy of mine named Lucas Broadhurst, who when we were in college, it's funny, both of our egos were too big. We were like, we both thought we were like hot shit. He's a sto- star basketball he, player. I was, the, yeah, University of Colorado, uh, <laughs> my freshman year I started. Yeah. No. Um, but he was like this long-haired Colorado hippie skater kid, and I was like this East Coast fucking long-haired, hippie, long-haired hippie. Yeah. Snowboarding kid. Yeah. And we like butted heads. He stole my girlfriend freshman Ooh. year, who I was telling Mikey was already dating someone else. She had a boyfriend back in Cleveland. Um, we started dating, and then he stole her from me. So I, it's all you know, love and war or whatever. Uh, but anyways, Lucas and I deeply uh, uh, reconnected, um, and he like agreed to come along and help me film some stuff. So we get, and he it's funny because he grew up like hanging out. He grew up in Lakewood, Colorado, which is right there. So he knew Bear Lake very well. Right. Felt very. It was like where he grew up in high school, eating acid and hanging out. And, and this is where you. Met so all we the go. Fans. So we get there, and it's like there's a ton of people there. Good vibe. Great energy. Good vibes. Uh, the first person we went up to was a young lady who um, had a bunch of ween puppets. Um, she cl- had the club. Cl- yeah, we interviewed. You know, so. Um, we interviewed Claude through a... It was very surreal talking to a white woman. Um, Katie said it sounded like... It looked like uh, a Christopher Guest movie. Yeah. <laughs> like a white woman with a cast with her hand and a black puppet talking <laughs> to me uh, in my stupid hat. Um, but everyone was very, very friendly. We connected with Mel. Uh, Mel and her two friends. Um, uh, Ryan uh, and... Fuck, Mike. I think it was Mike. Definitely Mike. Um, they were great. We ended up hanging out with them a bunch. Uh, got up with Joey uh, uh, from We Need to Talk About Weed. Yeah. That was like a big thrill. Uh, what a killer, killer uh, YouTube show that is. Yeah, best show. Uh, and uh, yeah, just great. Got a bunch of footage. Hopefully we'll put it all together and release it soon. Yeah. If Evan can ever you know, get his shit together. Um, you think Evan would have been able to handle? Yeah, so I will say at this point, so now I'm meeting a lot more. The first night I got there late, We just I just wanted to hang out with my good college buddy. Right. Not really, you know. The second night uh, was much more about like the guy we Evan. I gave out a bunch of stickers. I would say 66% of the people I talked to had heard of the show. Probably 33% had listened to an episode. Oh, nice. Um, so it was, and generally, I would say most people are like, yeah, Evan's a fucking idiot, you know, but I love him. I like grown, I've grown to like him. He's funny. He's charming. The vibe about Evan was like, you know, and a lot, everyone gets it. Everyone's had the friend. Yeah. Everyone was like, oh, like the response about the whole show was really positive. Like, oh, you know, and Joey's funny. You know, I wish I would have thought of it. Like, right. because I think everyone's had that experience of having a friend that just, that, that, yeah, it's half a, my that friends. Don't, yeah, that don't get it, um, and that we're really trying here. Right. Um, Mel was pretty violent about like her 
uh, hatred of, of Evan. <laughs> the his comments on the mollusk really like shook her. Yeah. Um, I just so, re-listened to that episode, and he's vicious on a couple songs. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we were we interviewed a bunch of people. Everybody wants Evan to love Ween. Everybody wants Evan to see Ween. Mm-hmm. They were all. Everyone was like, "Oh, is he here?" You know, a lot of people were like, oh, "A lot of people thought Lucas was like hi- in hiding." You know, <laughs> as Evan, uh, like, "Hey, are you Evan?" He's like, "No, man, I'm Lucas." <laughs> we gotta go next time. We all go to a show. We gotta get him a shirt. Like, the, I, we're sure yeah. it's not Evan. Yeah, Evan. Oh, fuck Evan. yeah, yeah. People will. Yeah. So, um, so let's go. Yeah, let's get into the show here, Will. Yeah, man. Uh, this was. A uh, phenomenal set list. Um, yeah, I don't think we have enough time to go through every single okay. song, but there. I'll give are you some, some highlights. So ever since I'll say this right now, ever since um, I played the Golden Eel for Evan and Sarah Peel in that lift this four months ago, right. I can't. I wake up every day and just with the line sitting alone, sitting alone in the. Okay. So when that came on, I was very very excited. Um, I should back up real quick. Um, I did. I would say like. Uh, a bit of an uh, an unfortunate line of blocane before the show, like two hours before the show. I was not. It was offered to me. I took it. Um, I just made me realize I never want to do that ever again. Uh, especially well, during the day. During the day. Uh, yeah, catch me at like two a.m. at a bar, and maybe it's a different story. But um, but it seemed like the right thing to do. It was, yeah. it was offered, and I was well, like, oh. Uh, but like there was a, the, a major rain delay uh, before this show. Lightning Wait, everywhere. Did you do this in like a car? I did it in my car. It was just it was like you know it. Was it was on a, off an iPhone. Uh, the whole thing felt. I was I was like high for thirty seconds, and I just wanted. I had a fucking. Pay, I just wanted. Then I got into the venue and had violent diarrhea. <laughs> Luckily, I was one of the first people in the venue, so it was not bad. Um, but there was a crazy lightning storm, and they postponed the show. They shut the. Luckily, we were already inside. A lot of people got stuck outside uh-huh. in line. I was just staring at them. Like I'm glad, even though I hate my cocaine gut. I, I'm happy I'm not them. Um, and I ended up eating some, like, dark web MDMA uh, oh. that a friend had gotten that came with, like, a tester kit. You could test it, and it was, like, 100% pure MDMA. Oh, okay. uh, so that, like, made me... At one point, I was talking to... I, sh- I don't uh, know. God? No. <laughs> well, I, was talking, I was, like, talking to somebody about this this cocaine, and I was like, and well, what a mistake it was. And then I was like, you know what? It's behind me. <laughs> that cocaine is behind me. I'm looking forward, baby. Uh, elevated. Yeah. Uh, and so... Charlie? Yeah. So, Gold Neal, Happy Color, Happy Color Marvels, huge star on that one. Just dark, fucking, like, That's a- like, just fucking so heavy, so dark. Sorry, Charlie, one of my favorite, and probably my favorite Diener song. Um, Zolas, again, got very, very sludgy, very, very dark, very, very brown, um, slow, and fucking dark. It really was fucking amazing. Thank you for the live stream of both those dark, sludgy songs. You're yeah, I, I was right with you. On my yeah, I, yeah, I thought about y'all. I thought about Katie during Happy Colored Marbles. Um, yeah, just deep, dark, fucking brown sludge. And that, like, sounded tight as shit. Like, they were, like, for whatever looseness for night one, night two were just dialed in completely. Boys Club. Super fun. Seconds, which is a song I fucking love. Seconds sounds no. I, I know we don't have a lot of time. There's a sh- there's a show on BBC called The Mighty Boosh, which had to be. Yeah, yeah. You remember that show? I, yeah, I know about exactly. old Greg. You know yeah. the one about old, old Greg? Greg? You know the song he sings? No. We have to. So look it up, and all of our listeners look it up. There's a when you. I heard seconds. I heard like the song the old Greg sing. There, so old there's in the cave. Yeah, there's like a disco song <laughs> about love. About uh, it sounds, to you it sounds like, seconds. like seconds. Seconds was another one where like they finished it and Diener's like that song's too short. Started playing the solo again. Oh, nice. uh, fucking great. Fat Lenny, Papa Zit, you know Papa Jeaner doing his fucking thing. Uh, Ooh, voila. For me, a career highlight for just like always. I put that with Mountains and Buffaloes of those Quebec. Oh, yeah. Fucking great. Uh, I thought about Joey from We Need to Talk About Ween. Uh, when, you, when you're watching the show, I read this review on 303magazine.com written by Corey Anderson, who says, Though the band is aging, and sometimes it seems not aging well, their ability to attract an audience of young and old to test their talents and also their sense of humor. First off, go to hell, Corey Anderson. Yeah, I don't know this guy. You know this guy, Mikey? I don't know this guy. <laughs> but uh, this, uh, this set list... Uh, did you feel that they weren't aging well? No, man. You listen to this. This was one of the. I would say this was one of the uh, my fa- most favorite r- rock and roll concert experiences I've ever had. Will, and and I don't want to skip. So Uvala is one of my favorite songs. 
Um, and it was the first time I'd ever heard it, and it was f- it sounded so fucking good. I peed during Learning to Love. And, That's a great time to uh, miss I got back sometime during Mr. Richard Smoker. It was a long pee. I'd been holding it <laughs> since HIV song. Um, the Enabler, like fucking double D on, on, vocals. on vocals. Great. I don't know Instant Death. I'll, I'm going to now. Um, Owen Behrens, obviously a great opportunity for fucking Diener to shred. And they were like, Diener said, made some comment about like, oh, we're passing the mic around. It's my turn. Fucking stepped up. Frank was one of those, uh, they definitely didn't hear me, but it was like one of those like little lulls where they were like kind of noodling around trying to figure it out. And I just screamed at the top of my lungs, play Frank, you assholes. Um, and they played Frank, uh, which was nice it was vindication. Or, you know, I felt. Right. Um, Mike, go, go search through the uh, the tape. See if we, yeah, can, see uh, we can get a, uh, we get a solo there. Uh, spinal meningitis, <laughs> fucking blah, dark, nasty. Uh, people people are like, that's my favorite song. I'm like, you're weird. <laughs> yeah, you have heads in your closet or in your fridge. Uh, don't sweat it, final arm. I love, dude, it was, these were just so brown. So, so good. The final, the alarm and final arm. It's just, Red Rocks is, is fucking... You know, there's still, like, lightning out in the distance. Right. It's, it's raging. People are having the fucking best time of their life. Final Alarm is a great rock song. The Alarm is just on. Yeah. He's got the alarm going. It's so smoky. Then Into Object. We've talked about it on the show. Classic Gener, like, face holding, you know, whatever dead fucking skull he's holding in his hand uh, as he's uh, singing. And then Into the Most Important Song, perhaps, of the night. If you could save yourself, you could save us all. First time they played the song since December 9th. 2003. Yeah, I uh, I cried. I'm not gonna lie. I'm a, I, you know, it was one of those. You'll. It, it felt like. Um, it was just. A, it was. I'm like getting choked up thinking about it right now. I've I've watched it and listened to it over and over again. I actually listened to the Caesar demo today. Nice. And his voice at the end of it kind of sounds like it does on that where she's just fucking screaming. Yeah. You know, there's the the it, pushing everything he's got. And one of the the kind of low key parts of it was that Diener just sat up on a speaker in the back of the like, kind of back towards Claude. Nice. And just was back there playing and just kind of smiling, watching. There was a moment afterwards where they gave, like, they had, there was a hug. You know, because they don't, I mean, their interaction has definitely evolved over the years. Right. And it seems like at this point, Diener's more the leader of the band. You know, Diener kind of calls a lot of the shots, it seems right. like. Or, I don't know. Like, I don't, who am I? Just, I don't know what the right. fuck's happening up there. But there was just this moment where they gave each other, like, a, a nice hug after that. And um, everyone there, a lot of, I think for a lot of people, it was the first time they had heard it. Um, and it was, yeah, it's, it's, they did it. You know, it's one of those things that you would, it's a magical ending to a uh, yeah. a show, and they did it. They did the thing that, that that is the best possible thing they could do. Yeah, and to play that song especially, that song, that like that whole album, Quebec is all about pain, yeah, and divorce. And that's probably it. Probably hurts too much physically and emotionally to play that song, and they did it at Red Rocks. Um, that's great. Yeah, and then you know the encore. This was like, yeah, I love the encore this night. I thought it was actually perfect. I, I, you know, Glenn came out. They came out, and Glenn started a little piano solo, uh-huh. and then it went in. And that, and I probably, I just fucking had a shit-eating grin thinking about uh, Evan during <laughs> Dancing in the Shadow Night. And I thought about his stupid voice that he did to make fun of. It. Like I've been in shows like I did my because like, he meant it. He meant it when he meant it when he tapped it when he tapped it. Yeah, like Evan had that. Yeah, I did my best. Um, but that these guys just played the most like sweeping cinematic finale to Red Rocks. And then came out, and Glenn did a little piano solo, and then it went into do 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 do. The only thing would have been better is uh, Puyo Asada. Yeah, yeah, for you, Nunziata. <laughs> and then Driven in the Dark, there was like there was a squawk box thing. Diener seemed to have a love hate with the squawk box all all night, both nights. I've seen some battles with the squawk yeah, box. Yeah, he's like, what do we? Even, he's like, why do I even have this fucking thing? <laughs> um, but uh, Giener, really nice uh, harmonica solo during Drifter. Uh, um, right before. Night two started. Yeah, Will just uh, held up the uh, "Don't get too close to my fanzine" sticker. Connected with Eli, uh, which is great. Um, yeah, I mean, it was really nice to connect with people in the community. Um, it was yeah, like I said, the, the response was really positive. How many uh, how many boognish would you give uh, the entire uh, trip? I'd give it uh, I'd give it twelve, <laughs> twelve boognish. <laughs> Yeah, that's our highest. It was. Guy ever. It was funny. It was funny. So after the show, I was I was hanging out with these with my buddy Lucas and his wife Paula, who's uh, I fell in love with. She's beautiful, uh, and another buddy from college. And they were all like going home. They all live in Denver. Like 
And they're like, and I was solo getting in my car, my rental. Uh, and they're like, are you cool to drive? And I was like, nope. yeah, no, no. And I was like, I was like, because they knew that I had eaten. It's, and it's funny because this Netflix has a long hit. This is the last one of like 38 pills that have been floating around this crew for a long time. And they were like, and it was the last one. They're like, you should take this last one. Like, this is the, right. this is how this has to end. And so oh, they were Netflix like, the the that was the name of the MDMA. Yeah, thank you. Um, and so like, are you, are you good to drive? And I was like, I, and I hadn't had a beer since before the show at this point. And I was like, oh yeah, like I'm fucking sober. Like I'm gonna drive down 470 going 85 miles per hour, listen to Professor Longhair as loud as it goes, dude. <laughs> yeah, I'm fucking good, dude. Don't mind me. I actually went to a bar in my buddy Nova's neighborhood, parked my car, drank three shots, three beers, and then Ubered home from there because <laughs> uh, I was just too high to go back to his house. Um, yeah. Well, this sounds like a phenomenal trip. I'm glad uh, Godwin Evan was represented. Yeah, I was glad I got to go. It was a real fucking. I felt very uh, fortunate to be there, and uh, and it really is, man. The the, the people, the, the vibe in the place uh, and around the place was so positive. People were just so fucking excited to see them play, and they seem excited to play. And uh, and oh, I think people really want us to go to Buffalo. So we got. We should go to Buffalo. Let's go to fucking Buffalo. Yeah, let's go to fucking Buffalo. If we're all in, we're going to Buffalo. Yeah, um, yeah, uh, and we will get more. We need more sticker. People actually like the little stickers. Oh yeah, the stickers that were made are the size of a quarter, <laughs> a, a, a dime, almost a dime. <laughs> yeah. Give me between a. It might be a nickel. They're Maybe wood. It's a, nickel. it's a wooden nickel. <laughs> yeah, uh, Paul, thank you for sharing. Mikey, thank you for being here. Um, the next uh, lawyer needs to come into this room. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And, uh, do some real business. Yeah. Uh, all right. We love you. Uh, we'll see you soon. Do you ever walk alone? Do you ever walk alone? Like a drifter in the dark. Like a drifter in the dark. Seeking out what isn't there. Seeking out what isn't there. Looking only for a spark from a girl who's all alone. From a girl who's all alone. Maybe she's a drifting too. Maybe she's a drifting too. Like a shadow in the night. Like a shadow in the night. Waiting just to meet with you and then perhaps in love you'll stay. Perhaps in love you'll stay. Or fall and go your separate way. Fall and go your separate way. Still searching for sparks. Still searching for like a drifter in the dark, dude, 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 podcast is in the loop the legion of osiris podcasts osiris is creating a community that connects people like you with live experiences and podcasts about artists and topics you love get in the loop at osirispod.com